You're listening to the Exchange Place Podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Exchange, where our hearts, souls, and ears come together for reciprocity and transformation. I am your host, Deborah Faith, and when we get together, we explore topics that help us to better understand ourselves and one another. The Exchange is my personal invitation for you to take inventory of your life. This is our space to be free, vulnerable, transparent. So live in it, learn from it, invite others to it, and most of all, protect it. Take care of it and it will take care of you. special guest today with me, Kimberly Banks. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you here today. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy. I really am. I I really am. No, I'm I'm happy to have you. And I um I met you. I always gotta tell people how I met you. Um Miss Miss Life Insurance, as I call her. (laughs) But Brittany introduced me to you and we had a heck of a conversation over the over the phone by incident, but not on on purpose. Um, and hearing even a partial of your story, I was like, can you save this for the show? <laughs> can you? I was like, I would love to have you on the show. Um, and today we are going to honor your son's life, um, who is no longer here due to gun mm-hmm. violence. But we're going to talk about that. And I just want you to walk me through your story and your journey of healing and also how you turned pain into purpose and all the things that you are doing today. So welcome to the show, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like our com- our first conversation was very deep. It was. I have to say it was connecting. Um, like I knew that I wanted to be a part of whatever you were doing and be involved. And then I started watching you on Instagram because, see, I didn't know anything about you before then. Yeah. And then I saw, I was like, this lady is so inspirational. And I was like, oh, man, like, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Thank you that I'm I'm inspirational to you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. That's the the purpose of the exchange place. Um, I was telling you earlier before we started that this place is, first of all, this is my sacred place. Um, It is literally, it's my heart outside of my body is the only way I could really, really explain it. And I love this place because I never leave here empty. And I always leave here full learning about other people's journey through trauma and just how not only have they survived, but they're thriving in life and how loss has really turned into blessing so many others and preventing others from having to go through or helping them along the way. Um, of that. So I thank you for being here. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And I want to talk about your beautiful son's life. 
Um, and I promised, I promised her, y'all, you know I cry. <laughs> I cry all the time, but I only cry from this side. So normally the audience doesn't see me. They see me do this. Um, we already had some tears shed before yes. we even, before, before we, we even started. started right? Um, but let's, let's talk a little bit about Samaz and life and just your journey. Okay, well, Samad was born on June 21st in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, when He was my middle son. Okay. So my first son, I had him young. So, you know, you're, I'm like 20, 21. So that labor was easy. So when you have the next one, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, this it's is nothing. It's going to be a breeze. This is a breeze. <laughs> but no, that was not the case. Um, the labor was like 24 hours, but the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. Mm-hmm. So there was no painkillers. Mm. No, couldn't have any. So that was the most natural birth I ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized at that point that I could do it, you know, because you always (laughs) see people um, doing it at home and stuff. And you're like, oh, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. But like he forced me into that. you know. (laughs) So um, so he didn't come till the next day. um, And the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. He was blue, but they saved his life and he was born. And um, he was um, a different child, though. He was like a godsend. Like, he had God-given talent in sports. Mm -hmm. Um, He dominated football, basketball, and baseball. And then um, when he got older, he stayed with the basketball. So he was an elite basketball player. Mm -hmm. Um, And in school, like, he never had to study. He Mm -hmm. He never really carried a book bag. So he had everything... I don't even understand. Like, how do you go to the school, you memorize everything on the board, you come home with no book bag, you do the homework in school, Mm. and you go back to the school without a book bag? (laughs) Who does this? Yeah. You know, so he had a lot of God-given talent. Um, He was... He was a good person. Everybody always now talks about the hugs that he gave. Yeah. He always gave good hugs, and he was um, he was important to a lot of people, you know. Um, so in 2014, um, I grew up in Union, so I raised my kids in the Union Hillside area. Okay. And um, we were living. Land. Oh, you from? There? I'm from I'm from Irvington. Oh, but, that's right yeah, there. Yeah, but I'm right there. Yeah. Oh, that's right there. Yeah. So I, in 2013, when my oldest son Jamal graduated. I decided that I wanted to move away and move to a better place. Okay. Um, because I felt like, you know, the drugs, the guns, the gangs, everything mm-hmm. in Norkin Hillside, I didn't want to be around anymore. Yeah. So um, we moved in 2014 to Somerset. And that's a, another thing about the whole story is like I moved away from gun violence to receive that gun violence in 2019. Wow. You know, that's that's one of the things that I think about a lot. So in any case, Samad went to Franklin High School in Somerset. He attended from freshman year. He graduated in 2018. Mm -hmm. He was accepted to Keene College or Keene University because that's what it is now. You see, I'm I'm dating myself right now, right? (laughs) That's all right. Listen, girl, me too. (laughs) I'm I'm showing my age right now because back in the day it was Keene College. It was Keene College. I remember. So I'm like, yep. (laughs) But Keene University, and he went there for a little while. um, And then he dropped out. So my father, I didn't realize that my dad was his dad. But my dad passed away in 2016. So 2016, my father passed. 2014, I moved to Somerset. But he, like I said, he was an elite basketball player. And what I didn't realize about playing basketball at different school systems, if you didn't make a name for yourself when you were young, you're not respected there when you move there. And I'm aware because I have boys and both of them play ball. So I... 
You can't move. You can't move. You can't you have leave. to either you either have to stay there or you have to be on a team that is national, exactly. so to speak, where everybody would know your name. It exactly. is hard to kind of recreate yourself at that age at of that moving. Age. Yeah. yeah. And that's not something I realized I did not know. Mm. So he never told me that he wasn't good enough. The coaches there at the high school were, eh, you know, they they killed his confidence. Wow. Um, he, he said, I don't want to play. I don't really? want to play anymore. One year he didn't even make the team. So mm. all the trophies in my house, all of the AAU teams he played on, you wouldn't believe that he couldn't make a team. They felt that he couldn't play basketball. Mm. That was a downward spiral when my father passed, so he fell into depression. But I didn't understand it because, like I said, um, we really didn't talk about my father's death in that way. And then, too, me not understanding how my dad was his dad. Yeah. Told him everything that he knew. He was with him all the time. I mean, taught him things, played poker with him, taught him how to play poker, um, taught him everything, made him a, a, a Giants fan. Yeah. Then when he got older, he turned into, um, I forgot what team that he liked. Oh, he liked uh, the New England Patriots. Okay. But in the beginning, he was brainwashed to like those Giants. Of course, yeah. You know, so. That's how my, dad, my, so my dad was a Bear fan, so the boys had to be a Bear fan right. for, you know, pretty much life. I'm brainwashed myself, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get don't it. understand it. So. I get it. <laughs> so in any case, Samar graduated, and in 20, December 31st, 2019, he was over at a friend's house, um, and it was 3.26 p.m., and he was gunned down by five people that knew him. Um, when I say knew him, they went to school with him, ages 18, 18, 21, 16, and 16. Broad daylight, 3.26 p.m., like I said. Mm. Um, when I got the news, and I was speaking about this the other day, that um, it's you wouldn't believe that when I got the news, um, his best friend Tyree called me, and Gotti called me, his girlfriend at the time, on FaceTime. You know, like, oh, Mom, get to the hospital, get to the hospital. I said, okay. Um, I hung up the phone and I'm like, just fell out in the car. My son, I can't believe my son is dead. Mm. I can't believe he's gone. But I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, it was just what I felt at it's the moment. And got to the hospital. Um, we had to wait a long time, and by 8 p.m. they pronounced him dead. But I didn't know that the doctors were trying to save his life. He passed away at the scene. Mm. But they brought all these doctors in to save his life, um, but they just couldn't save his life. Mm. So what do you do after that? Mm. Um, I'm almost speechless because, again, all I can see is my boy's face, and I can't even imagine. I can't imagine that call. Um, And so many things were going through my mind um, just now as you were talking about that. But what do you... What do you do after that? Like, how do I cope? How do you cope? Yeah. How do you how do you how do you get out of bed the next day? Um, mm. I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, I'm a. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that my village, my friends, uh, Samad's uh, mentor and trainer. You're about to make me cry now. Mm. Um, they really pushed me. You know, my my big sister, Marianne, um, how we met with sports, because you always meet your best friends 
from sports from your kids. Absolutely. You don't meet them at work. Sometimes you do, but you really meet them from your yeah, kids. You spend a lot um, of time with the basketball moms. Yeah, you spend and, a yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Say that. You know, yes. the moms and dads, like, they become your family. They become family. And she was like, um, I've known her because our kids, her son Keon and Samab play basketball from five years old. So somebody at that time is 19. We got a lot of years in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, no, every day she called me in the morning, get up, we doing this. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to lay here. I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but they pushed me. You know, um, he didn't get buried for two weeks because it was a homicide. So that takes more time at the time when you're um, trying to have a burial. So he didn't get buried until January 11th. Mm-hmm. But that Monday after... Coach Audrey Taylor, who was Franklin High School girls basketball coach, mm-hmm. like I said, she's Samaj's mentor and trainer. She came to my house and she said, listen, we're not going to let his name die. We're going to have to do something in his honor. So figure it out what we're going to do. But, you know, she gave me some ideas. And I said, yeah, okay, you know, all right. But that day I became mom to everybody in town. Mm. I mean, all the kids. I'm known as Mama Two Up in my town. Okay. So, like, I can be in a store and like, hey, Mama Two Up. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> I wonder. That, like, who you're gave Samad, you that name? Um, the boy. So, Samad's, uh, what do you call it? His um, handle on um, Instagram was Two Up for Life. Okay. So, everything is Two Up. I'm Mama Two Up. My oldest son is Bank Two Up. That's Jamal. Um, his friend is Tarada's Roddy Two Up. Mm-hmm. So everything is Two Up. They have Two Up records. Every, everything is Two Up. So if you see Two Up around me, <laughs> okay, you know why. <laughs> Mama, I know what to call you, Mama Two Up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So along along this healing journey, when you when you decide, okay, we're gonna honor his life, and I'm not gonna stay stuck in his death, right? Where do you start? Where do you start from to do that? And what does that look like? Again, I'm going to go right back to my village. Your village. I, <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm I love that you, you keep saying that because I yeah. don't think people think about that as much. Yeah. Um, normally, when people go through trauma, it is um, a very separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people are ashamed of how they feel. Um yeah. They're not able to necessarily all the time even articulate how they feel at times. And it's a very vulnerable place to be. And I'm just going to, just from knowing you in the time that I've known you, you seem what people would deem a strong woman, right? Thank you. And I think in that sometimes being deemed strong, you're a mom, I know you're a truck driver, I know mm-hmm. that you have all these amazing things kind of going on, a lot of times we take on that battle ourselves and don't even allow people to come in. So I love that you keep going back to your village because a lot of times there are people who want to help a, they don't know how. And sometimes the person doesn't allow them to help. Yeah. I I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. I think that people don't allow it, Mm -hmm. but then you don't even realize it's help. So like right now when I'm getting ready to tell you about the kids. Mm -hmm. So Samad had, um, it's like probably about 13 of them best mm-hmm. friends. Um, they call themselves the family. So I have them around me, you know, and I mean, they're around me. They're, they're at my house all the time at this moment, at the time when Samar first passed. Yeah. Um, all the girls, the boys, everybody was around me. So I started having youth-focused events, just for events for them, mm-hmm. um, different things. Um, they were like, you know, let's do a walk. Again, Coach Taylor, let's do a <laughs> walk. So we had a walk that first year. 
Um, and then two, um, I just want to backtrack a bit. When Samar first passed on the 31st, the first, we had um, the next day, we had a candlelight vigil. And so that, um, when we're out there, it's dark, and I'm like, you know, you know, God, why me? Why my family? Like, I'm literally screaming mm-hmm. out loud. And then two days later, um, God came to speak to me and said, you don't understand the mission. I'm, you're strong enough. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Just stay faithful. See? Staying faithful, faithful. again. You know, um, when I felt like God saved me at some point in my life, when I was going through a lot of things, I asked God to use me. But mm-hmm. see, I didn't know that you were going to use me in this way. You know, you don't know. You just ask, like, okay, um, you saved me. Let me share my story with people. Now use me. So he's using me right now. Mm. Yeah, I lost my son. I did. But my son's life means something to so many people. He changed so many lives. He changed mine. He changed me in life and death. He's His spirit, His everything about him is the reason why I live, is the reason why we, we're doing what we're doing. And I say we, again, because I can't take all the credit. Um, I got the kids. I got, you know, people doing things. Um, the kids are making music, and it's just, it's all of that that has helped me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I started with, um, I didn't have the nonprofit at first. Okay. Um, then I started with the nonprofit. We started in 2020, One Family, One Fight. Um, again, that goes the hand goes back to the boys because mm-hmm. they call themselves like I told you, um, the family, and the hand was their signature thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they designed, they helped me and Coach Taylor again, like I said, the village yeah. helped me design the logo. So we did. We have one family, one fight. Um, in the beginning, I didn't have my mission. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I really found my mission like really like maybe six months ago. Okay. You know, I didn't have a mission. I just said, okay, I got a nonprofit. But the kids really used it, you know, to have events, you know, so we had to walk. And that was nice. Like, we did a concert the first time. Um, his best friend, Tarad, a.k.a. Roddy Tuop, at Roddy Tuop on Instagram, because I got to shout him out. Because his music, too, has really helped me heal. Mm. He speaks about his pain and his music all the time. My oldest son, at Bank Tuop, they went to writing music about the pain of losing Samad. Mm. And believe it or not. When I'm in my truck riding and I'm down and I'm crying, because I'll cry from here to Boston, plenty of days. Yeah. Oh, go on. Ride it to it, right on. Yeah. You know, because he's writing music that's powerful. You know, it talks about him losing Samad. It talks about um, you're going to hear his life until his life is gone. Um, what happened to his boy can never be a bygone. Like, I'm probably like, I'm rapping the music too. Like, I know all the, <laughs> words. the words. Like, I'm at the, the concert, words. like. <laughs> Yeah, I know they're like, who is this lady? You know, like, I'm the mom. I'm the mom. I'm mama to her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, um, you know, like, those things kind of helped me just get through. And yeah. um, so when I found my mission six months ago, I have a basketball league, Legends Basketball, mm-hmm. um, because we consider Samad a legend. He's a legend in my eyes. Um, Absolutely. Like and is I that said, out of Somerset? Yeah, we're out of Somerset. Okay. Um, and it really started, too, because, like I said, Samad had such a bad time with the coaching that mm-hmm. it destroyed his confidence. I have a younger son, 15 years old, Niall. I decided that I was going to take over his coaching. Okay. I was going to be more involved. And there wasn't going to be another person that would put my child down and make him lose their confidence yeah. to where you tell me that you're not good enough to play basketball. Meanwhile, I got 10 trophies right here. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, never again. Coaching is, and, and I learned this a lot. Um, again, my, my boys play, 
and coaching is not just about what happens on the court mm-hmm. and um a good coach because i've i've experienced both um knows how to treat children individually like my oldest son yes. is not you know you know how coaches can get like very aggressive that yes. does nothing for my older son you're not going to get more out of him from mm. that um and you have to yeah. know the child and and be dedicated and committed enough to coaching to understand that you know what i yeah. mean to bring that out so i love that you're doing yeah. that um with your younger son thank you yeah. and there's nobody but him and his friends <laughs> At first, and then we have some other people coming along, but I'm partnering with Coach Taylor again. Right now. Um, Say that. You yeah, gotta, right, you now. Speak right now. Right now. I'll speak that into existence yes. right now. So, yes. yeah, I partnered with her, um, her uh, nonprofit, Passion for Youth, Inc., mm-hmm. and um, we have um, a developmental basketball league. Okay. So, yeah, AAU, but, you know, eh, you know, <laughs> we, we are, it's about, like you said, individually developing the kids and then teaching them the basics of basketball so they can learn, um, so they can play. But in the meantime, I take basketball and I combine a program of sports plus mentorship, mm-hmm. and now I'm teaching them life skills on and off the court. Because basketball teaches you life skills. It does. It teaches you about everything. We experienced a little bit of racism at one league we played in, so I had to teach them about that. Yeah. You know, conflict resolution, um, effective communication skills. Y'all have to learn how to speak to each other in here. Absolutely. You know, you can't, you know, come in here, touch a hand, shake a hand, good game. I don't care if you're mad that they didn't make those five threes. We're going to, we're a brotherhood here. Yeah. You know, so everything is different for me and her and how we're um, coaching and, and training the kids. You know, it's just, it's a different vibe. I'm different. I know. I was about <laughs> to say, we all are different. You, yes. You, you, yes. Everything you putting yourself on there, put your sauce on it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Yes. Right. The mama two up sauce. The mama two up sauce. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So as you're walking through um, your healing journey, what did that consist of? Did that consist of, I know it consisted of your family, um, outside of your family, which may have not been blood related. And the coach that you mentioned, I can't remember her name. Audrey Taylor. Audrey Taylor. Mm-hmm. We got to shout her out because she coached yes. on and off the, the, the court. She is the best. She is Franklin best. High School girls basketball <laughs> coach, Coach Audrey Taylor, Passion for Youth, Inc., she knows, like, I praise her. From yeah. day one when I met her, like, with you, mm-hmm. you know how you meet some people and, and they're just, just like, know. you know, like, this person is like a, like a goddess almost, you know, to me. Like, that's how I feel about y'all. Mm. The connection was there, you know what I mean? We're and heart she's, people. Yes. <laughs> that's what like, I call us. Oh, man. We are heart people, people who, beyond anything else, yes. you are a person of heart and yeah. you yes. just yes. want to see the, the world be different and better yes. and you want to yeah. help other people get there. I, I feel I feel, I feel feel yes. like I know her. I feel like I need to right. connect to her. Right. Like but she's I, a good person. I love that. Yeah. And I yeah. love that you have her. But outside of her, did you ever... Did you ever think about like therapy or have you done therapy or was therapy not the the route that you went? Um, was it, you know, I know I've heard all different types of coping mechanisms. I just want to share with the audience different. I love therapy. I'll, I'll say that I have done therapy. I've done some other, you know, things as well. But therapy helped me see me. Yeah. More than anything. And, you know, I'm a little stubborn and hard-headed, so it took me a little bit. <laughs> I 
I am. I'm just. Are you a Taurus? I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm technically. A, I'm October fifth. So I guess what they consider oh. a Libra. Yeah. Yeah. And Niall's birthday is October 9th, So yeah. y'all look the same. Yeah. I mean, we are. We are handfuls. Like yes. We yes. love people hard, yes. but we often get injured by people sometimes because yeah. we love so hard. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't do therapy. Okay. Um, it's not that I didn't want to. Okay. Um, I asked my sons, did they want to do therapy? Did they want to go together? Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't do it. Like okay. a lot of people said, oh, Kim, you need to do it. You need to do it. You need to do it. Um, I just didn't. Okay. Um, I think it's because my perspective is different. Okay. Um, Can you share it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Like I would never... And no disrespect to anybody that does this. No. Okay? So this, we're talking about my job because <laughs> I don't want nobody to say, no. yeah, we're talking about me. But somebody else. So here's yeah. the thing about the exchange place is that we come to share different journeys because everybody's is not going to be the same. And though mine may have been therapy, yours may not. And right. there may be somebody right. who is listening who yeah. needs another alternative. Yeah, I just wanted that to be, you yeah. know, that's my disclaimer every Listen, time I talk. no. <laughs> but um, so I don't celebrate his death. So I don't say on Instagram, his birthday is coming. Happy heavenly birthday. Because I'm never celebrating him in heaven. I'm celebrating his life here on earth. So I'm celebrating everything about him every single day. You understand? So when I'm doing that, I'm always living in, um, like I found my purpose through this, like I was saying Mm -hmm. before we came on, that um, I'm a truck driver. So speaking, heck no. (laughs) No, no. Like, I was never talking. I've been driving 21 years. There's nobody to talk to in my truck. Okay. Like, doing podcasts, doing speeches. Mm-mm. No. And I used to get very nervous. So, me speaking to you right now and me being comfortable and I'm okay with this or people asking me to speak, I'm in my purpose right now. I'm doing something totally different out of my comfort zone that I never would have done. But anyway, back to my healing. So, like, I just, I focus on him being his life, like everything that he did. I focus on the stories that I be, I was given by everybody. Like, for instance, Husa now, right? This is his best friend. Mm-hmm. There's three sets of twins in this family. Okay. Now, I've known them all this time. Never told me until, like, let's say, I'm going to say six months ago again. We're in front of my house, and he was like, oh, yeah, Mom, you know what? Remember the first, I know the first day that I met you. I said, when? He said, when you saw us sitting on the porch. And um, you said, why y'all sitting on the porch? It was like six of them. Mm-hmm. It's two steps on the porch. <laughs> so there's six of them there. No, 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 no. Y'all go in the back. Go in the back. And he said, that was the first day we met Samad. And that was the first day I met you. We met him at the basketball court. He told us to come to your house. He had plenty of water and food. <laughs> no wonder I never had any Gatorades or water or food. I never knew <laughs> That that's but that's the type of person he was, mm-hmm. you know. He was that type of person that he just always um, gave out, gave everything to everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like I, I just live in everything that he's doing. I live a feed off of everybody else's connection to him, yeah. um, their story, and I just I don't I just want to celebrate his life. I want to live in his legacy. Um, one thing I think that we don't think about is he, I don't think he knew in 19 years what he was actually doing with his life Yeah. to touch so many people, you know, to make such a difference. Like I said, he has his best friend, Tarad, making music. Big brother, Jamal, changed his life. And I mean, my son was on a bad path. He had been to jail. Um, he came home from jail. And uh, if I go back on the story, 
December 25th, he almost passed away, my oldest son. Mm -hmm. So I found him unconscious in the house. Um, we spent all Christmas Day in the hospital. He spent five days in the hospital. As soon as he got out the hospital, the next day, Samat was shot and killed. So his life going from that to him having his own clothing line right now. Mm -hmm. um, he, I just helped him start a women's line, Blue Ivy. His clothing line is Glockstar. Um, and just him changing his life, too. You know, watching Nile play basketball in honor of his brother, watching everybody else doing what they're doing. Um, I live for those things, and that's just been my healing. I, I would like therapy because therapy, I think, is good. Mm -hmm. It would help me know who I am. But I just haven't found that I needed it yet. Yeah. You know, not yet. Doesn't mean that I won't. Yeah. You know, because everything became moments for me when Samar passed. You know how you have days? Oh, today a bad day. Mm -hmm. No, everything went into moments. It, everything became moments for me because I was on FaceTime at 7 o'clock in the morning with my son. And then by that, that later on that day, by the afternoon, he was gone. Mm. You know, so life for me became moments. So at this moment, no, I'm not. But it doesn't mean that my moment won't change for me. I may need it. Yeah. You know? I love that you said that. Um, I'm going to take that with me. I'm going to not, not steal it, but I'm going to take it with me because I, I don't think we live enough in moments. Um, we do live in that kind of day thing and with the with the thought process that we have the day yeah. um, and not the moments. But I, I totally understand, and I, I, I even more commend you that you are where you are without therapy, like, um, and that you're celebrating because I think we get stuck. I'm thinking... Mm -hmm. You know, when you my so my dad's birthday is coming up. So while you were talking, I'm thinking, dang, I get to that and I'm I've gotten better. I will say that. It'll be six years that my dad's no longer here. He died in twenty sixteen. I think I mm. shared that with you yes. as well. And this month this is his birthday month. So as Father Day Father's Day approaches and all that mm. approaches, it's always you know, I think about I think about him every day, but I think about him more in yeah. June. The holidays, Mickey. Um and the you yeah. know what I mean, the things that, that point to him and I I'm gonna take that with me because I do feel like I celebrate his life. The exchange place exists par partially um, because of his death and everything that his death uncovered for me um, and kind of sent me into purpose as well. Um, but I don't think I live enough in moments, if I'm honest. Yeah. As you were talking, I'm like, man, I don't think I live enough in moments. And I don't think probably if the audience was honest enough to say, I don't think anybody lives enough in moments and yeah. just, you know, that place. So I'm going to... I'm going to take that with me. Because <laughs> there's nothing I did before, though. Yeah. You understand? So mm -hmm. that's why I said I guess my healing journey is different. You know, no disrespect to anybody else, but I didn't live in, in uh, moments before. I, I just began to live like this after his passing. Yeah. You know, I learned a different type of healing. I learned a different way, you know, and um, I don't know. I'm just moment by moment. Moment by moment. Yeah. So if you text me and I say I'm okay at this moment. That's this moment. Yeah. Next moment, I might be bawling out over Samad or <laughs> yeah. my dad or, you know, yeah. just uh, life period. You know, I don't know. You know, but at this moment, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. You know. I right. love that. Might not be when I leave here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, no, you're going to be good when you leave here. That That's my prayer, that everything that you're giving us. Thank you. Leaves you better as well. Yes. So can you tell me, I know you have something, A2, coming up for to, to honor his life. 
right? This oh, yes. month. Can we talk a little bit about what you're doing? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, June is Gun Violence Awareness Month. Okay. So hashtag wear orange. Um, yeah. uh, so, um, and it's also Samaj's birthday month. Like oh, I said, see, right here, you're talking about a lot of different things. Um, when you move in and you think about faith and God all the time, um, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he passed away, but his birthday's in June, and June is Gun Violence Awareness Month, and my son died of gun violence. It makes me think a lot about that. Yeah. You know, so we have a, a annual um, Samazi Frazier Youth Over Guns Family Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I hold that at Eagles Landing Day Camp in North Brunswick, New Jersey. And it's a community unity day, um, okay. a day of peace. Um, we use the it's a camp, so we have the pools, uh, beach volleyball, miniature golf. Uh, we also going to have our three v three king of the court basketball tournament, three point contest, and of course we're going to have a concert by the boys. So this oh, year, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have my phone uh, <laughs> on live singing along with the sons. Yes, that will be me. Um, and so like, um, who's performing? I have Flacco performing. That's another one of some odds really best friends, like, again, making music. They say Two Up, Mighty World, all of this stuff in their music. Um, Jamal, a.k.a. Bank Two Up, and Roddy, Roddy Two Up. It's a concert with those three. Okay. Um, his best friend, Justin Stewart, who is um, a well-known model, uh, he went to school with him in Hillside. He comes and he does the motivational speech um, every year, and it's very moving when he speaks. Yeah. Oh, man, that's... That's a deep one there. Yeah. You know, so, and then, like, I'm, I spoke yesterday at the Moms Demand Action um, event, and I was able to make some connections. So I'm hoping to have more people come in and speak because um, it's important for me to build a community where the community can come in and speak. Um, law enforcement, um, let's find out about the programs. Let's work together as a community because ending gun violence doesn't happen unless we all work together. Work together, I was about to you say. You know, the yeah. schools, um, the businesses, uh, the the youth centers in town, the programs, whatever you have in town, everybody has to be connected. Absolutely. Everybody has to be informed. You know, everybody has to be involved. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's that's what we do on. We're doing it Saturday, June eighteenth this year. I'm not sure if I said that already. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and how how can they for people who want to attend, or do you guys do donations and all of that? How can yes. they do that? Okay. We do donations. Um. If anybody wants to donate water, they can mm-hmm. bring it that day okay. um, to the event because we'll have bottled water there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a food truck coming this year, um, Steak and Take and Soul, at mm-hmm. Steak and Take and Soul. If you want to find her on Instagram, okay. she'll be there with the food. Um, so, yeah, we'll take donations. I take money donations. When I get the donations, I put them towards either my event or through uh, to the basketball team to make that reduce that price um, for the mm-hmm. parents because, you know, Basketball I'm is expensive. Because I know oh, I probably thank you. won't be able to be there, but oh. I would, yeah. I'm well, thank donate. you. I appreciate yeah, that. It's, and the event is listed on Eventbrite too. Okay. So you can just search up the Samazi Fraser um, Family Day, or they can follow me on Instagram at Mama Two Up, and it's in my link too. You know, at One Family One Fight, so on there too. Yeah. Now, yeah. Your, now your Instagram makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, okay, connect, connect, <laughs> connect. So are you? This is something that I know we haven't. I know you are speaking. Of course, you're on the podcast, blessing us. Um, are you mentoring moms yet? No, but that's a thought. Yeah, that's a thought right there. That's a that's a yeah. That's a that's a thought. I think and know that you would be a blessing to someone mm-hmm. else that has gone through what you have gone through, 
and probably not at the space that you are. So just yeah, there's a thought right yeah, there. Yeah, there's just say say first on the exchange there. Yes, you know, yes. There was something spoken to me that you know planted an idea. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. But for for the moms who will listen to this, who have lost um, a child, um, what wisdom? And you've given so much, so so much already. But like, what wisdom? If you had one thing that you would want to leave a mother with what would that be hmm. i would say again live in their live in their legacy live in their life um celebrate their life um don't be afraid to speak about what happened to you and your family um create a place of healing that way or anyway whatever way it works um learn to heal from it you know, mm-hmm. we spoke about the five stages of death and um, grief, sorry, grief. the five stages of grief and mm-hmm. how you need to move through those. Um, just move through those, yeah. you know, and, and, and find a place of solace somewhere. Um, like I know I said in the, at that day, like, why me? Why my son? Um, but I'm not mad at God. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at God for what happened. Because, again, I believe my son's life had a purpose. Um, I'm about to cry. Mm-hmm. When I think about everything that we're doing, we're touching, the boys on the basketball team, my older sons with the music, they're not only touch. that music is everywhere. You're touching people. Um, we don't know who went through something, losing their best friend or their brother. How do we know that that music isn't touching somebody? Yeah. Um, you know, just, just find a way to find um, healing in it. Yeah, you know the purpose in it, and keep living in the moments. Yeah, you know um, those moments that you shared. You know, don't be hateful. I don't hate God for anything. I know there's a reason. You know, yeah. of course I want my son here. Yes, I do. But God had a bigger purpose for him, and I have to understand that. Yeah, you know, I love that. I do, and it it reminds me of kind of what we were talking about before we we actually came on and I said we're talking about building out of purpose and that every time I sit behind this mic Mm -hmm. um, and have somebody sit next to me or even via the you know remotely that's all I'm thinking about is this is not about me there is somebody who will listen there is someone who will attend your event there is someone who will hear this podcast and be blessed by your experience. And even though it was painful, it birthed purpose. Yeah. And you are walking in your purpose. I commend mm. you because you. I said this to you earlier, too. I could not honestly sit here and say where I would be if I lost my boys. I just... I don't know. I don't know that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know mm-hmm. that I would have the, the strength. And I have a great village, but just even me thinking about that, I feel like I don't know if I could get up for that one, from that one. So I agree with you. God's plans are not ours. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we don't understand it. There are moments in time with all the loss that I've experienced that I question. Mm, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, even having a conversation with someone, I understand that it's bigger than me. Yeah. 
it's bigger yeah. than me. And sometimes that pain was for some somebody else to help them cope through. And I hope you continue, which I know you will, doing what you're doing. But I, I see expansion on that, if I can say that. I see expansion to moms who feel alone, moms who mm-hmm. think nobody else understands, and the moms you talked about that are in stuck in the pain and not yeah. living for the legacy yeah. and the life. So I hope as you continue, and I know I have you back mm. on eventually. Yes, uh, please do. Yeah, please absolutely, do. Do. absolutely. Um, but I know that'll be another extension to what the plan is. I thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share with us or you want to um, pour out? You've poured out so much. And you, she, girl, she didn't have me crying. <laughs> she had me crying from the time she came up. I'm like, okay, I wasn't uh, planning on crying today. No, no. I think I want to read a poem. Can you? Yes. I'm going to read this poem. Yes. It's one that I have. Let me find it. It's, it's not far. No, you take your time. We got a little bit of time. <laughs> so, so like I said, uh, this is, um, oh, one other thing I wanted to say was I didn't think about till now. I wrote, I began by writing a blog. Mm. So I began writing about my experience with losing Samad too. Like I said, truck driver, you don't write, you don't speak, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I began writing the blog, and that was, again, another suggestion from Coach Taylor. She used that way to deal with the death of a family member. Um, so I began to write, and my mother is a poet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a po- she was an English teacher, um, so you could not say ain't and can't in my house when Uh-oh. we grew up. <laughs> but um, she she wrote poetry. She wrote short stories, um, mm-hmm. but I never indulged. Um, I liked the reading. She made me read, so that stuck with me to this day. Yeah. Um, so I began writing a blog, and that was like my website at first. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to, like, I don't even write right now. I don't write at all. Um, and I don't know why I moved. Like, again, that was good at the moment. But that's not my moment right now. Gotcha. But this poem is one that I found, and I have it on. Uh, when I wrote my first blog, it was um, Finding Peace in the Midst of Tragedy. Mm. Um, that's on my website, so if anybody wants to read that. So this is the poem. Okay. Love is stronger than death, even though it can't stop death from happening. But no matter how hard death tries, it can't separate people from love. It can't take away our memories either. In the end, life is stronger than death. Anonymous. Mm. So this is one of the things, like I said, that I live by. Like, I love my son. Nobody can ever take that love from me. Um, Death is inevitable. It's going to happen. We don't know when. Mm -hmm. So make every moment the best moment of your life. And, you know, the saying goes, um, um, you only die once, live every day. Mm. Don't say live every, you know, the other way. No, you only die and once. Life. We only die once. Yeah. Live every day. I'm going to keep that one, too. <laughs> like, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that one with me. I am. Can you share your website sure. for people to contact you as well as your IG? So yes. um, moms can reach out to you or people can reach out. To, and dads, too. I don't want to exclude dads. Yeah, anybody. Anybody. Everybody. Yeah. Anybody. Any young, old. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Mama Two Up. Um, I'm on Facebook too, Kim Banks. Um, my nonprofit is at One Family One Fight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, if you want to follow my basketball too, it's at Madi Legends. M A A D Y Legends. Um, and my my uh, website is OneFamilyOneFight.com. Okay. 
Y'all reach out to her. She is a blessing and she's a sweetheart. She is sweetheart. <laughs> thank really you. Thank you. I appreciate person. you. I'm so glad that um we connected. I'm grateful for Miss Life Insurance. Yes. And, hey, Britt. Shout out to Britt. <laughs> right, Brittany. Brittany. You know, I yeah. appreciate her. Um, I didn't know, you know, what this would become, but I, I'm glad that I was able to connect with you and you allow me to come here and share my story. Yes. And I, I want to come back because I'm going to uh, explore that. Yes. That idea you, you gave will, me. You will you yes. you you will come back. Yes. You will come back. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Soon and very soon. So thank you so much. And until the next time, y'all, we'll see you next week. <laughs>